back to the RTS. Uh, it's one of your hosts, Julian, here. We brought back Brennan. Brennan, say hi. Hello, everybody. And we got our producer, Ryan, over there. So, Ryan. I'm pretty sure Brennan is like part the of the third, show. The third person. I don't think Brennan he's, can be no, he's no longer just a guest, you know? Oh, it's been elevated that. now? Promoted Possibly. a permanent member? Well, Would yeah, at this that? rate, you've been here more than Angelo, Angelo has, so. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of Angelo, uh, my co-host Angelo is not here. He was in, like, Hawaii basically, like, a few days ago. He just got back, like, yesterday, I'm pretty sure. And he said he's too busy today. So, uh, Angelo will not be here for this podcast, but probably he'll be back for next week. So, yeah. Did they end up finding his truck? Ooh. I don't think so. Yeah, our boy Angelo's having some problems with his uh, truck. so Being stolen. Yeah. You know, if anybody's out there trying to help us out, you can try to find a truck. Do we know what it looks like? Can we give no, out I a don't. I've never seen his truck description. <laughs> I, I don't know if we should put it out there, but hey, if, you, I mean, if there's nice people, is it a, I see this one. Is day. it a white truck? What color was it? I have a few. No, it we found it on Google Maps, looking at his house one day. It was uh, it was like a silver truck. It was wow. a Chevy. We're really narrowing it down <laughs> at this point. A there. silver older, Chevy it was, truck. It was Who could imagine? Chevy. Anytime you see a silver truck, just call the police. <laughs> exactly, with a Chevy symbol. But it's older. It's got to be a little older. All right. It's got. It says the 4x4 four four on the back, the tailgate. If you wow. see that, and the license plate says California, we might have. Damn, now we're even, we're narrowing it down even further. California, and it has 4x4 on the back of the truck? Mm-hmm. Damn. We're getting close. We're really close. But, um. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. I bet you, like, Angelo's gonna bring that up the next time we talk. Um, I lost my truck, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, today we're gonna, we're gonna talk about a few things. We're gonna talk about the playoffs, you know, the NBA playoffs. Uh, the NBA draft, some of their prospects. Brennan's not the uh, brightest with the prospects, but he not tries Not the best. biggest college sports fan, unless it's March Madness. That's a lot of people. <laughs> and then, um, last but not least, we'll top it off with the MLB, uh, the Major League Baseball regular season, because I don't think it started in our last podcast, or maybe it just started. It had just started. It was like opening day was like the day before or something like that. I think the Giants were on game two. I think the game was playing while we were recording. It was something like that because we watched it when we got food afterwards. But, yeah, since we're two weeks into the the regular season for the show, you know, we're going to talk about what's going on. But to start it off, uh, like I said, the NBA playoffs. Holy cow. They've been fun. It's been full of a lot of surprises. And the biggest surprise, in my opinion, is the return of the dynasty, the Golden State Warriors. See, that is where we are different, because that was not a surprise to me at all. I saw it coming the whole time. PTSD, baby. I don't know, Matt. I I couldn't see (laughs) Poole doing what he's been doing. I think he's on, like, the best start ever scoring-wise for a player in this first postseason. I I told you last time, he's a bucket. Man has been balling all year. I have no idea how in the world he is not a finalist for most improved player. You know, 
I would tell you if I knew, but probably because he was a little inconsistent during toward the end of the regular season. Man, but he now, was in the G League last year, and he's averaging and he 20. Are you kidding me? Dude, John Morant's been good. How the, the media, fuck man. is he a finalist? I guess, you know, being second overall pick, you know, a few years ago and just improving as you're supposed to is just uh, you, you deserve a award for it, you know, I guess. That's just crazy. My opinion, you should be more for the MVP voting instead of the most improved. If there's one player to knock off that list, it would be John Morant and then replace him with Poole. And then you had Garland and DeJounte Murray. But I don't think DeJounte is going to get it, even though he probably is the most deserving out of those three guys. He's not because Garland stepped up his he game a lot. Up. He's had a, he had a he really good year. He also was a first-time All-Star. Same yep. with uh, DeJounte. And I'm, I'm pretty sure this was actually John Morant's first year being an All-Star as well. But I don't know, but that make, that sounds right to me. I think so, but he could win it. Just thinking about it. They'll Jock probably could. give it to him. They have to give him something Cause for he, the year he's had. Exactly. He was the nine seed last year, and now his team's got the two seed, and it's a he's big a leader part of a two of seed team. It's not so much the stats, it's what he does on the court. You know, and now. Then again, uh, it also is his stats. It is stats. <laughs> but, you know, the team play, you know, Coach, you know, Coach Jenkins trust him to be the leader. Yeah, he's the guy. Age. Jordan Poole is not the guy on the Warriors. Exactly. Fourth option. That's probably why he is unfortunately not going to get the award. Because he's not the guy yet. Yet. Baby Curry. Exactly. He's going to take over the mantle. I'm on the hype train a little bit. Curry's going to be older. He's going to be more of a catch-and-shoot guy. Poole's going to be running the offense. I can't wait for it. This dynasty is going on for a long time. I was watching it yesterday. Uh, it was game three against Denver, and um, Denver played so well, and they still <laughs> lost the game. <laughs> it's just mind-blowing because, you know, right when Golden State was just, they are becoming fragile, you know, the, the Nuggets were making the comebacks and stuff. It would be just a devastating three-point shot by either Clay or Poole or Curry every single time. It was unreal. The three Splash Bros are back. Kevin Durant left. Poole took up the mantle. Nobody would have thought that. You can't guard all of them at once. You just can't. Exactly. Draymond's doing his thing, like always. Locking up Jokic. (laughs) That's crazy. You see that steal at the end of the game? He's got five fouls. Jokic got the fresh cut for no reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what happened. And it it just really sucks for Denver because, like, they're missing some of their better players. And Michael Porter. Yeah, it's a real shame. Mm -hmm. Jamal Murray and Porter Mm -hmm. are out. We'll it's love to tough. see a series with both teams fully healthy. Exactly. I and mean, that's what you always want. You always hate to see guys get injured. It's just it's really tough. But I keep forgetting, you know, Jamal Murray tore his ACL sometime at like the end of this month last year. So it hasn't been a full year recovery. They don't want to rush him back. And they don't want to Especially rush him now back. that they're down three oh, he's not gonna play. It's like is there even a point to rush him back? Maybe if they win, but probably not. No team's ever come back down 3-0. It's not going to happen against the Warriors if they keep playing like this. And um, that's how it is. But another series I wanted to talk about was the Celtics and the Nets. Ben Simmons, I think, is coming back. Game four. Um, Hopefully they don't lose the next game. They better win game three. I don't think he's – I think he might ruin the chemistry that they have. I mean, they haven't played with him at all this season. 
Chemistry is a very underrated factor in the NBA. And, you know, maybe maybe they're playing in practice, but, like, it's not on the big stage. It's not the playoffs. It's a big difference. And to fit him in, possibly coming off the bench would probably be a better role for him than inserting him into the starting lineup. You don't you don't want him to, to force him to be the guy on offense right away, even the third option. That's not you want him back mainly for defense. Yep. That's their biggest issue right now. And then another guy who can handle the ball and distribute, give K D and Kyrie some possessions off so they're not always dribbling the ball. Yep. Just to lighten the load a little bit for those guys. Nice. But the chemistry thing that is a that is a big deal. And people I think we're all forgetting Ben Simmons hasn't exactly had the best playoff resume in his no, career. If anybody remembers the one point one playoff point game. Playoff game. <laughs> Passing up open layups. Gosh, game seven against Atlanta last year. Passing and he's coming to a new team. He, he wants to prove himself to his teammates, to the fans, to everybody. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. Even though he's at home, there would be a crap ton of pressure in game four. They have to win game three. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about yep. it. If they're going to come back. They're not coming back 3-0 against the Celtics. Exactly. It's not going to happen. And this Boston Celtics team is really starting to look like the top dog. They're getting Robert They're looking Williams really good. For game three, and I think that's going to hurt Brooklyn. Because, I mean, let's be honest, Brooklyn's had a chance in both, both game one and game two to win the games. But, you know, game one was a buzzer beater by Tatum. You know, the defense faltered. And then game two – they got locked up in that fourth quarter by Boston. And then Boston came back and pulled away. And now, you know, with these two amazing players on your team in a 2-0 deficit, it's, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be very, very tough. But I think it's possible. It's possible for sure. I mean, you, you have KD and Kyrie on your team. Anything's really possible. They could both just take over the game, and that's it. Yes, they can. But, like, but again, the defense and the depth, the lack of interior presence, it's going to be really tough. It will be. Because, I mean, for some stupid reason, Drummond is, like, just useless on defense, I guess, now. And he just gets rebounds. <laughs> I That's mean, it. when he was in Detroit, he did a lot more than just get rebounds. I mean, he played defense, and he also was the number one guy on that team. But now, I mean, he's not even 30. I mean, I think he's 28, and he's he's just chilling. I mean, it doesn't seem like he's putting in effort to become a better defender. While Nicholas Claxton comes off the bench, he tries, but he's just not there yet as a defender. Claxton does try, but I think he just needs to go to the weight room a little more. He's young. He'll get he's there. He's very young as well. And that's why Ben Simmons, I mean, if they win game three, will be huge in game four. Yeah. He's defense. really important to that. De- that's the biggest thing is defense. Because right now they can only hope to outscore people. That's that's it. That's the only way they can win. Just score more than the other team. Mm. That sounds dumb, but they honestly need somebody to lock down Jason Tatum. Kevin Durant's trying, but he's not doing good enough. And I think Simmons could be that guy. I mean, Absolutely he's around. He I mean, he's around. Kevin Durant's size, but he's bigger than Durant, you know. He's a much better defender. And he's a much better defender as well. But then, you, you know, you got Jalen Brown. Like, who else is going to stop him, you know? 
And then you also have Marcus Smart, who low-key can shoot some three balls and knock them down. And then you got other guys on the team that just step in and fill their roles, you know? Celtics are a good yeah. team's team. A lot of guys. Not any one person just dominating it. That's a championship team. Yes, it is. Honestly. The exact Especially type of team that will win a championship. They honestly could come out of the East. Especially since Milwaukee's looking a little fragile. Let's, yeah. We're going to move on to Milwaukee yeah, now. We got to talk about Milwaukee, man. Chris Middleton out for two to three weeks, they said. Yeah, man. Could be longer than that. Sprained MCL. He's done for this series. Um, and it's going back to Chicago. Yeah. This is the Rosen's. This is the biggest moment, one of the bigger moments this of his career. If he can knock down the chance. This is his chance. And just even win this series, man, that would be a heck of an accomplishment. For this team, what they've gone through, like, the last month or so, last two months of the season, their downfall from the first seed all the way to the sixth seed, for them to beat the champions would be amazing. But all season long, they've been hearing they can't beat, yes. they can't beat good teams. Mm-hmm. Knock down the champions would be huge. They were 0-13 or 0-14 against Something like top that. teams in each conference. And then they just got the dub in Milwaukee the other night. You got to thank the Bulls fans, though. The Bulls fans showed up. They traveled well. Goodness, they were chanting MVP at the end of that game, and you can hear it. Yep. It was in Milwaukee, in Giannis's place, and they were doing that. That's incredible. And now we're going to Chicago, and the pressure's on Giannis as Absolutely well. Absolutely it is. Because he's got to step up. He's going to have to care. If they have a chance, it's going to be the Giannis show. He just has to carry, just drive to the rack, and that's it. He was trying to save his best for last, a.k.a. the finals, but now he might have to bring it up now. Because Bobby Portis also was injured in the last game, but I think he'll be back. But he's no Chris Middleton. That's an important piece, but yeah, he's not Chris Middleton. But he has been playing really well this year. Yes, he has. And don't sleep on Drew Holiday. I think the the Bucs are still going to win that series. Giannis is not going to just be like, no, nah, we're going to sit back and lose cuz I'm missing my other my other buddy, you know, Chris. I mean, they're going to they're going to not going to back down like that. And if he does pull through without Chris Middleton, that just bumps up Giannis even more exactly. for his legacy. That would be a nice thing to have on your resume. Lost your second best player and you're able to beat because then there's really Soul no there's team. no second real star on that team. I mean, Drew Holiday is good, but he's not a star. Mm, he's pretty he's decent. pretty damn good, but yeah. but he's not like on the level of Chris. He's not Chris Middleton. Yeah, no disrespect, Drew. You are a great. Defender. If you're listening to this, yes, but like I'm sure you are. <laughs> they got Brooke Lopez too. And he, he was uh, he was really good in game one. Game two, he was okay, but he missed some shots down the stretch. And then, um, I mean, if he steps up, they'll be good to go. He could, He's probably going to be that second guy on offense. Um, I think Wesley Matthews will start making more of his Wesley shots. He was, he was missing a good amount. Oh, yeah, and the, what was it, like the fourth quarter, right, when yeah. they were coming back, and then they, he kept bricking. It, it, was, it was sad. They they were missing that guy, man. So they he's due for a good game. Eventually, they were they were struggling in the first half when Chris, he only got four shots up, I think, in the first half. But then he really started coming alive in the third quarter, and that's when the Bucks really started coming back. Then he goes down. Yep. That was all she wrote. Yeah, we, we, I was like, we didn't really know what was happening, 
But, like, we were just watching the game, and then I don't know where they cut to a shot of Chris Middleton walking in the tunnel. And it was like, oh, crap. And he was just walking. Yeah, that was April 20th, I believe. That was April 20th. And he was wobbling and stuff. <laughs> so we were having a good time watching we were, that we game. We were having a good time watching the game. It was April 20th. Y'all, y'all know what that means. We were watching it, and then I don't know where it just cut to that. And it was like, oh, crap. And he was, he was wobbling back to the locker room. And it was like, oh, crap, something's not right. Because he I said he was out for the rest of the game with a knee, something, or whatever. And now he's gone. But I still think they will win. Um, probably play Boston in the, in the semifinal in the next round. So moving on to Philly and uh, Toronto. What do you think of that series so far, Brendan? Well, I, was, I really thought the Raptors were going to win last night. Um, Something like that, man. <laughs> they they blew it. <laughs> they had it. They blew it, and now they're down three zero. I don't see him coming back. There is interesting news though. Did you hear about Joel Embiid? I did not. Um, I think he has like a finger sprain or something torn in his thumb or something like that. And that I want to know when costly. that happened. Did that happened before he hit the game winner. I think it did. And. I don't think it's going to so be a it shouldn't huge be, problem. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be a big deal for but him. But definitely... If you're hitting that shot with it, I think you're fine. But teams now know that... I mean, teams are dirty. They're going to try to exploit you no matter what. Absolutely. Now you, they know one of your thumbs are messed up. They're just going to bug it the whole game. And it's still in Toronto. They, they I and don't he, think it'll be a sweep. He even could sit out a game and you're still up 3-1. Oh yeah, he had a torn. He has a torn ligament in his uh, his right thumb. He has a torn ligament. That's kind of important. It's his shooting hand, but it doesn't matter. He he knocked down that game winner in Toronto, and me and Brenna were watching the game. He wasn't doing that good. He, he was not clutch before that. Man, if he didn't make that shot, and he's lucky because no one's talking about it anymore. He messed up pretty damn bad. The a few f- times. The last, he had two chances <laughs> before the game went to overtime. It's like he's he had the ball. Out. He takes a step back three. When it's a tie game. Tie game. As a center. You you're an MVP step, candidate. Exactly. You're seven feet tall. Step back three. And you're taking a step back three to try and win the Jokic game. Jokic doesn't do that. Jokic goes inside and gets his shot or he gets somebody open. Instead, or he gets it ripped by Draymond Green. <laughs> or Joel, or uh, you know, Joel was just like, "I'm gonna ISO this guy. I'm gonna do a little step back." And, supr- and here's the thing: it That's was from the same spot he actually knocked the shot down at. It was the same sp- spot, so yes, he it missed was. it. It was barely a miss too, but it was still such a stupid shot. I just <laughs> Doc Rivers was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> His face. Was I think we were all we all had the same expression as that. What are you doing, man? They got lucky, man. I mean, Precious Atua missed two clutch free throws. Twenty six seconds left in the game. You Can't cannot happen. do that. And that They're was when free throws. Exactly. They're free points. And I think that was when James Harden fouled out, and it was like, "Oh crap!" If they go to overtime, they're probably not going to win. And then somehow, some way, they pulled it out. You know, and it's just there's got to be some blame shot at Toronto. Fred VanVleet didn't shoot that he well. He did not shoot well at all that game. I mean, it was like a what was it three for twelve or something like that? I think it was three for thirteen. Three for thirteen. I'm not entirely sure. Yikes! I don't see him doing that again. Hopefully, no, not. he'll bounce back He's for champion. sure. Can't do that again. 
I don't know if OG is going to make the same shots that oh, he was making. OG he was making some was really tough like shots. Low-key all-star in that game. And he was God, he was looking like Kevin Durant that game at the end there. He was knocking down some crazy shots. And it's just so sad to see, like, they're staring at getting swept. Because they legitimately, it, it should be 2-1, but it's not. They are not that bad of a team. They're really not. And I think they will win. I think game four is tonight, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it is tomorrow in tomorrow the morning, in 11 a.m. Wow. Okay, so it's like that. What is that? 2, a, two o'clock Eastern. Yeah, that makes sense. Give me Toronto in that game. Because I think Joel, since, I mean, it's going to hinder him. So I think James Harden's going to be giving the ball a lot more, you know, especially if they can win tomorrow. That would be huge for Philly. So he can get that rest, you know, you know, and uh, heal up his thumb a little bit for the next round. Because if they can know, win and they have a couple off days, that'll be. That would That'll be huge, be great especially if they have to play the Heat. And now we're on to that series. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Atlanta, man. Um, I think I said it on the podcast two weeks ago. I said, I think if Atlanta gets the eight seed, they're going to beat Miami. I took that back. Um, I hey, take it's it back. only down 2 0. You never know. You got Trey Young. He can take it over is the in game. The a. That game's tonight, I'm yes. pretty sure. It yeah. is at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It starts in 22 minutes. 22 minutes. That's crazy. Um, you know, it's it's in the A. It's different. I mean, Trey Young plays way better at home. Well, I mean, most games he plays better, but on the road, he can step up sometimes. But in this series, I mean, it's been kind of rough. I mean, game two, he was pretty decent. But then Miami, you know, Jimmy Butler, he had like 45 or 46 in that game. I think it was 45. Unbelievable. I mean, you don't expect that out of Jimmy Butler. Like, when you least expect it, exactly. When you least expect it, he does it, you know. I love me some Jimmy Butler. And that's my favorite players to watch. I got the the heat either in five or six because of that. I mean, because Trey Young, he's not going to give up. You know, he's not going to give up like that, but Jimmy Butler is going to be no, like, you know, I'm going to shut you. I could see a 40-point game here in game three for Trey Young. Possibly. I, c- I, c- I could see that, actually. Like him getting off to, like, one of his slow starts, you know, and then he starts cooking. Man, I think he's going to come out of the gate firing. I hope I really he does, do. man. In Atlanta, down 2-0. They, they need he knows it. their back's up against the wall. Because they played way better in, in game two than game one, and they they still lost the game, you know. And they also had John Collins back. I don't know if you noticed that. John Collins was playing, but they're still missing that guy down low on Clint. And, you know, that's tough. Yes, it is. That is very, very tough. Um, but, hey, maybe Atlanta pulls out some pulls out the win tonight. That would be a good building block. But I don't know. I don't you see Pull out the win. You're only down 2-1. Just one more win to even up the series. And then it's a brand new series. Three games. All you gotta do is win two. I don't know, man. I, I I see. I can just see Miami versus Philly. That that, that looks like that the next round. That's gonna be fun to, to watch. I think Miami would win that. By the way, not uh, mark it down. I mean, we're probably gonna talk about it next week, but still, <laughs> mark it down. I think the uh, Miami Heat will beat the Sixers in five games. If if everything goes to plan, so. it's just all like, it's all going to be about Bam versus Embiid. That matchup is going to be crucial. Could pl- I think he could defend him for sure. Uh, I don't think they've played each other yet in the postseason. 
the Heat and the Sixers with Bam because they played a few years ago. Um, it was twenty. What was it? Twenty seventeen. Um, it was the Sixers. They finally made the postseason for like the first time in a few years. It was with Ben Simmons. Um, and then um, the Heat or the Heat lost in five games. I'm pretty sure. So. But that was without Bam Adebayo, I'm pretty sure, and Jimmy Butler. It's different teams now. All the Way players different. are better. Yeah. Let's be honest. And the teams are just different. You can't really compare. You can't them. reference that Exactly. Because hey, you know people are still going to reference it, you know, <laughs> even though it was way different. Um, so if that does happen, I will definitely be watching that one. Absolutely. All right. And now let's talk about, oh, yeah, the Suns. and Suns. The, yeah. The Suns Devin Booker. Man, that is a big loss for the Suns. I picked the Suns to win, man, the whole thing. And now they lost their best player. That is very, very tough. Two to three weeks with a hamstring, and that thing could linger on him. Exactly. Even if he comes back from it, that thing is still going to be hurting. He's not going to be the same, unfortunately. I mean, that thing takes months, all right? Yeah. And it's just really tough to see because, like, they're a really great team, really well coached. But at the same time, this Pelicans team is hungry. I mean, they they play different, man. For a 30, what, 36-win team, 37-win team, they are insane. They play with a hunger that I haven't seen from an eight seed in a minute. And... Yeah, I mean, they, they know, I, I mean, hopefully they know they're missing that guy and they're still winning games out here. They're missing Zion. Man, is he going to come back? I wish he could. But I don't uh, I'm, not, I'm not the owner of the, uh, or I'm not the GM. He's the doing 360s and yeah, dunks. freaking and practice before the playing games. You know, it's like, I just, I why don't can understand. he play the playoff games? I mean, he you drafted him number one overall. To be in this situation. This is ex- the exact moment you drafted him for. And you got a great team around him. You really want to waste it? Like, this is your shot. The best team in the West has lost their best player. This is now your chance to bring back your best player and just stack it against them and possibly put a beat down on the best team. Like, this is the chance. But it's the Pelicans. They're not going to do it. <laughs> It's the Pelicans. It's the Pelicans. Bad franchises are bad franchises for a reason. It's, it's so sad, you know. Because, I, I, you know, I, I like to root for them. My boy Brandon Ingram. I, I mess with him a lot. He's a really awesome guy to watch. Him and CJ. Uh, both buckets. And um, I think they could definitely win in New Orleans. Definitely both games, I think. Honestly, Chris Paul is going to have to step up. Chris, Chris Paul is going to have to step up for sure. He's going to have to be the guy. I don't know if they're going to have the offensive firepower without Booker because he's a huge part of their offense. Huge. They're going to have to go to Chris, Mikael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton now. I mean, he's a number one pick. He's got to – he's really got to start taking yeah. over. I mean it's going to – they're gonna have to run a lot of two man game with Chris Paul and Aiden. It's probably that's probably what they're actually gonna do, I think, because you you don't you don't just draft a guy number one to be just the third option all time. Now, since Chris is getting older, you have to incorporate Eaton more and more offensively. Yep. And Bridges is great. You know, I love you, Bridges. you can rely on him 
But is he going to get you 30 a night like no, Booker does? No. Aiton could. He could do that. He, I've seen if him do it If he gets a before. lot of usage, yes, he can. If he gets a lot of usage, and that's why you got a guy like Chris Paul. He made DeAndre Jordan an all-NBA player. He can definitely make f- make DeAndre and look like an all-NBA player. I'm pretty I'm pretty positive about that. And they also have great depth still. There's no other injuries, I'm pretty sure, outside of Dario Saric and, and uh, Devin Booker. I mean, Dario's been out the whole year, but, yeah. you know, Devin Booker is going to be out. They they should still win it, but at the same time, I don't know. <coughs> I would not be surprised. They if got they, lost. they got the, the offense. Man. It out. Yeah, the Pelicans got the offense to, to pull this one out, and then whoever would win this one would play Utah or Dallas. And for that series, Dallas is looking good so far. Dallas, I think I have Dallas winning. You got Dallas winning in like. Five games or what's up? I don't know about five. They haven't had Luca this whole time. He's one yeah, of the best players in the league. Exactly. And they're still exactly. winning. <laughs> they could be up Johnson. They're lucky. Mavs they're are looking nice. Seriously, I mean, I'm very impressed with the coaching. Surprisingly, by Jason Kidd, he's done a pretty good job against uh, uh, who's the who's the Jazz head coach, Quinn Snyder. He's done a really good job. And I'm I'm so disappointed in Donovan Mitchell <laughs> and Rudy yeah. Gobert. What is going on? I mean, he might be dropping down good stat lines, but you're still losing the game. Stat lines, they're not all that. Uh, Wins and losses is the most are important that. Stat. Exactly. And the way Dallas is doing it without Luka is so impressive. And I'm pretty sure Luka will be back for game four. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's something I'm like seeing that. a lot of coulds, could comebacks. I mean, they... Do they really need to bring him back? You know, just thinking about it. Just save him for the Apparently next round. Apparently they don't. Like <laughs> They're up 2-1 without him. Jeez, especially, like, if, like, the, the Suns pull it out still. Like, you're going to need him against Phoenix. So just rest him, low-key. Just rest him. If y'all keep winning, I'll be very impressed if they win in Utah again. That's for sure. If they can do that, go back to Dallas. They'll win their first playoff series since their championship run. They have not won a playoff series. Luca's got to get that monkey off his back. Exactly. This is this is the chance, but they need some help from New Orleans. They need if they can help New Orleans can somehow upset the 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 Suns. That's Luca's chance to get to that's, the conference finals. Yeah. Play Golden State or probably Memphis. You know, it's one of those two teams. But right now, it's looking like Golden State. Let's be real. Yes, it is. I mean. There's two young teams battling. Let's go to that one next. Minnesota and Memphis, you know, they're battling right now. But How about at the that same game time, last night? Man, that – you missed out. Bro. And I didn't even get to watch it because yeah. I have to do essays. That's tough, man. I mean, they were down 25 points twice in that game in two That's different That's just quarters. unbelievable. And they came back – Two times, they the first time they brought it down to single digits, but then um, Minnesota came out in the second half and tore it up, just like they did in the first quarter. They tore it up in the third, they got up big, and then the fourth quarter, Kyle Anderson, <laughs> slow mo baby, <laughs> man started playing defense. I mean, he he was a great playmaker. Uh, who else? Tyus Jones. He was knocking down shots, man. I mean, he was a bucket from the left wing, from the three-pointer. He was unbelievable. 
and then Brandon Desmond Bain, Clark, Desmond and Bain. then there's Brandon Clark. <sighs> he was the X factor. Brandon Clark played defense without fouling, and then he played offense. He he is a, he's such a unique player in my opinion. He's such a big guy, but he plays kind of small, and um, he it's really cool to watch him because. I mean, it's it's against a pretty good team in Minnesota, and you're on the road, and he the way he stepped up while you know Jaw wasn't having his best game. Jaron Jackson had five fouls. It's it, you know it's it's a heck of a way to step up, and it's just such a horrible collapse from Minnesota. Horrible. I said it last time in the podcast. There's a reason they call Carl Anthony Towns cat. According to Brennan, it's because he is a pussy. He shot four shots last game. Four. In game three? In game three. I think it was. He shot one shot in the fourth quarter when they were reeling, when they were starting to lose, and he drilled it. He drilled the shot. But he was he three didn't for shoot four after that. Seventy five percent, eight points. And he also had more turnovers than uh, I'm pretty sure shots attempted. He's that the best player. He's supposed so to be the best player on the team, the exactly. man of the team, and he's putting up four shots. I'm happy. I'm happy about what Charles Barkley said and Stephen A. I'm happy about what they said. They were 100% correct. He's soft for that, and you're, he, you're I've right been for telling that as well. That he's been he's soft. soft. Man, watch. What was was that game one that we were watching when he's trying to post up? Um, oh, that was the playing game. The playing game. Mm-hmm. My gosh, who was it? <laughs> I can't remember who Dude, it, was. it was. It was some point guard. I think it was Reggie Jackson. It was Reggie Jackson. He couldn't post <laughs> he couldn't up Reggie post Jackson. Up Reggie Jackson, man. And then he got stripped, and it was a clean strip. And then he thought he was fouled. He was complaining about it. I mean, Cat, you're the number one pick, my guy. What is your problem? You have to step up when your team is reeling. You are the best player on the team. And for that to happen last night, for you guys to choke two 25-point leads and you to only have three shots made is so effing embarrassing. My goodness, my guy. It's I like, oh, really we're in Minnesota now. I know, right? We're in like, Minnesota now. What is, I know you're young, man, but you got to be smarter than that. You don't say that. You know who's on the other side of the court? You got John Morant on the other side. You do not say that because that's going to spark a flame and then they're going to come back. They got a great grit and grind team still. It's not the same, but it's still grit and grind. I mean, it was just stupid. And then Edwards, he tried his best to get the ball on offense. I was watching. But they played really good defense against him. And he was also, he wasn't really energized on offense like he was the other games because he was really using his energy on defense to guard Ja. He did a really good job on Ja Morant. But, like I said, like we said, the other guys stepped up. I mean, Anthony can't defend every position. It's a team's game. It's team a team sport. game. And it's a horrible coaching job. By uh, I'm pretty sure his name is Chris Finch is the head coach. I mean, it was like a 21 nothing run, and he did not call a single timeout during that run. That's it's horrendous. It's just horrible coaching. I mean, you, the crowd is on I your mean, back. I mean, come like, on. Like, I mean, the, I mean the, uh, the fans are just like, coach, you got to do something. They're, they're definitely telling him, call timeout. This is bad to watch. Because it happened you twice. You can't let... It happened twice in one game. I don't think I've ever seen that before, especially in the postseason, especially when a team's at home. I mean, you let a team go on like an 8-0 and run. You call a timeout. You regroup. Say, all right, guys, here's where we're going to change on defense. 21 points 21. in a row. It's so sad. That's Cause they, unbelievable. They can be up 2-1. 
as we speak. I was Brent. I was thinking about texting you yesterday multiple times. The Grizzlies are down down bad right now. I was I thought about telling you, but I was like, you know what? We're gonna see what happens. I don't think Minnesota can choke this, but at the same time, you never know what can happen. And then they choked it. It's and even when you didn't trouble. actually text it, you still jinxed it in your head. Technically, I guess I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm a famous jinxer. Um, these guys. Every time this that. man says something, the exact opposite happens. It's it's kind of it is kind of kind of crazy. That's why I gotta learn to stop speaking <laughs> while watching <laughs> games because uh, I'm the ultimate jinx. But yeah, um, Memphis is looking good. I really want to see them play Golden State because they're the kryptonite. I know you don't s- see that, but I see it. I just you can't you can't get down that big against Gordon, Golden State because they're not gonna oh, no they're way. not gonna let they're you cl- claw back into that game. At least we don't think so. You because I just don't think the Warriors are capable of going on a zero and twenty one run because Unless you have Andrew Wiggins. You have all those right? shoot. <laughs> <laughs> You have all those shooters. You just if you get you just chuck up half court shots with Curry and he'll make one. He'll make one of them, yeah. And the run, you know, or Clay, or freaking Jordan or get Poole. Jordan, Jordan Poole cutting doing guy. a reverse layup. He made a sick that was reverse so layup filthy. last night. It was should have been an and one. I mean, he he is insane, and I really want to see him go against Desmond Bain for some reason because Desmond Bain's a good defender. He's a bigger guy. Oh, the Grizzlies team is really good on I defense. Think that would be one of the better matchups of the whole playoffs if that happens. That'd be really exciting to watch. Man, Jaron Jackson go against Draymond Green, Michigan State versus Michigan State. Like that yeah. crap. That that stuff's awesome, man. I mean, Draymond's a huge trash talker. He's probably gonna get in Jaron Jackson Jr.'s head and probably force him to foul out. Let's be real, because Draymond's that much of a beast. As long as Draymond doesn't foul out first, he's fine. Ooh. That that's gonna be a battle right there, <laughs> and then uh, what is uh? I mean, nobody's stopping Steph. Jaw, you're great, but you're not gonna stop Steph. And that's dude. This is Jaw's gonna have to step up. I mean, yes, he's he already stepped up a bunch of times, so he's gonna have to take that next step because he's an All NBA player. He's gonna have to take that next step if you want to get that championship. Gonna have to yep. do it. And I, I trust the Grizzlies bench as well. I, I, and they got some interesting names, but I trust it. You know, slow-mo. slow-mo. He's a free agent after this year. I think he wants a championship before he goes into free agency. That'll bu- uh, boost up his contract, yeah. you know, his worth. And, um, man, and then Golden State, I mean, they're still without James Wiseman. Like, this isn't even the their complete form. Like, no, no <laughs> it's not. That's kind of scary to they're think They're still about. evolving. And you got, you know, the cum bucket. Developing. The cum bucket community. He didn't even play last <laughs> night. He didn't even play? No. Oh, he didn't play yesterday. Him or Moses didn't play. It was uh, Iguodala played a lot of fourth Iguodala got up. He you see him posted, throw down. Uh, he posted somebody. It was Will Barton, I remember, because Will was like, what the heck? He could still do this? He's this 38, old man. man. I, I, I was shaking in my seat when I saw him dunk that. I, I like, didn't see it coming. I was like, there's no way this man just did this. Something about the Warriors just brings out the best in guys, I guess. I don't know, man. That, it must be that. I mean, there's got to be something. And now they're up 3-0. They're going to they're gonna unfortunately beat Denver. I think on the last podcast I said Denver's going to win. I Not looking 
like such a good take anymore. For now. Unless Jamal that's not Jinx. You know, just comes out of nowhere, out of the grave. I mean, that would that's their only shot in my opinion, because he's a baller. So if it's the bubble, you never know what can happen. Yeah, if it is the bubble. Yeah, that's that's the that's the team so far in the playoffs, how they've done. You got any predictions, Brennan, for the rest of the postseason? Or no? Warriors, finals champs. That's my prediction. Well, I mean, the way they play right now, it looks like it. Yep. But um, I could see it. Like I said earlier, I think Miami and Philly's going to play each other. Like the top four teams are going to advance in the East. While in the West, I don't know who's going to win the one versus eight. It should be Phoenix, but you never know what can happen. You never know with book out. It's looking like Dallas is finally going to win a playoff series, hopefully, unless Utah does something. Uh, Memphis and Golden State, that's looking like a really, really, um, that's looking like a reality for once. Um, and I'm really excited for that one. Because whoever wins that could legitimately win the whole thing. Definitely. You know? Especially since the Bucks aren't looking... Looking as rough. good anymore. They might lose to Boston because they're not going to have Chris Boston for that, could come for out of the East that. easily. Uh, I think they could. They could. I think Miami. They want revenge, man. They want to get that ring from t- uh, two years ago that they couldn't grab. They were there. They 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 were there. They. I mean, they. Let's be real. They didn't really have a chance. Nobody really gave them a chance against the. Uh, not against, against the, the Bubble Lakers. Lakers. No, nah, that team was insane. Yeah. Like, it was a fully healthy Lakers squad. You know, fully healthy Anthony Davis. You know, they're Jimmy not was doing all he could. Jimmy tried his best. But he wasn't 100%. LeBron and AD when he's actually healthy and all that. They got Bam Adebayo, who got snubbed from a few awards this year. He's back and better than ever. Tyler Hero has been a baller. You got Hero's looking like X Bubble Hero again. He's looking like Bubble Hero. And you got the X Factor. And, uh, I don't know, that sounds crazy. Uh, Max Struess, I'm pretty sure is his name. Have you ever heard of him? I have. He is a beast. He is low-key an X-Factor. And then you also have PJ coming off the bench, I'm pretty sure. He is also great. They got a great all-around team. It's going to be tough to beat them. The one team that could beat them is the team you said. It's Boston. And, uh, you know, in the West, um, I mean, if Phoenix can pull out against the Pelicans and get booked back, I mean, I got them going to the finals. I still think the it. Warriors beat them. I just, it doesn't look like the Warriors are stoppable. I know, but just wait. It's going to, there's going to be that game. Where I don't they, know if they the look out Suns sink. will even get it's gotta out happen. of the first round. I think Memphis is going to be that team. Because, you know, Denver's not a great defensive team. <laughs> While Memphis is, whoops, Denver is, or Denver, uh, Memphis is a better defensive team. They're not Absolutely. the best, but they're definitely Memphis better. is really good. Especially when Jaron Jackson Jr. is not fouling anybody. And John Morant's got, you know, he's got that look in his eye. He's got that mama mentality. Yep. They're a tough team to stop. And they set the pace. Like I said, they're like the little, kind of like the grit and grind Grizzlies from like almost a decade ago. But, and I think that's going to be the formula to be. Goddamn, 2013 is almost a decade ago. Dude, that's freaking crazy. Oh, that was the year they went to the, uh, the conference finals. They beat my Thunder. Because we didn't have Russ. Thank you, Patrick Beverly. But, yeah, we didn't have him. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's the playoffs. I mean, it's 
pretty self-explanatory. Anything can happen. And that's what makes it so exciting. Yep. But not on the NBA draft. I mean, that's not for a few months. But we're going to talk about this draft for a little bit because next week we're going to talk about the NFL draft. But for now, we're going to talk about this one. Because the news a few days ago, it was a, it was a bit of a thought, you know, about Chet Holmgren, you know, about him possibly staying, bulking up his muscle, you know, for the NBA, possibly getting better, kind of like what Drew Timmy did. But he's like, no, nah, I'm going to chase a bag. I'm going to declare for this, this draft. And um, he's probably going to go number one. I know people are like, oh, it could be Benchero, it can be Jabari Smith. But it's probably going to be Chet Holmgren. There's too much talent there, too much potential. Exactly. He's probably got the highest potential out of anyone there. And if if he does turn out to be what people think he could be, he just looks stupid for not taking him. Facts. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I just pulled up this thing right now. This is – you know, look at this real quick. Look at that. It's a mock draft. Do you Check even know who that four. is? Do you even know who number Jayden one is? I know who he is, but do you know? Ivy from Purdue. Yes. He, he's a baller, but he's not a number one pick. I don't know who made this. And Chet going to us. I mean, if Chet falls to us, <laughs> it's take over. It. I'm going to be so happy if that actually happened. Holy cow. It's literally... Julian I mean, is our resident Thunder fan. Yep, I don't think there's any other Thunder fans here on campus. No. I, I might be one of the only ones. Especially um, now since how they've been playing recently. Oh my gosh, there's another mock draft saying he's going to fall to the Blazers at six. Ooh. Holy cow. There's no way. Oh, this is a horrible one. We're getting off of that. All right, we're going the Bleacher Report because they're kind of valid. Bleacher Report has Japari Smith going to the Rockets. And that's if the Rockets get the first pick because you know how the lottery goes. Literally, it's so weird now. Yeah, I don't, why are they even predicting teams on there? Exactly. They got to predict it after the lottery yeah. happens. And that's not for like another five months. But still, I mean, for this to be predicted, predicting the Rockets, because, I mean, they barely beat out the Magic for the first pick. I mean, by one game. I mean, the first four teams are separated by like two games. And, hey, the Thunder can get the first pick, but at the same time, the Thunder might not even get in the top five because the lottery odds. Yeah. You might see a team like Portland drop uh, get in there. Maybe, just maybe Sacramento. Probably not, though. Sacramento's cursed. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. They, they can never get good talent on that team, except Boogie Cousins. But and that was Tyrese Halliburton, but we just like and to trade him away. <laughs> I and hate that team. That's so sad. I mean, and he's going to be an all-star eventually. The one guy who likes Sacramento, who wants to exactly. play there. And he traded him away for DeMontis. I mean, I like me some Saboner, but goddamn. I love that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> so boner. But, yeah, he, he is a baller. And they also uh, traded Buddy Heald to Indiana. Um, so it's a good move, I think. He's going to end up being a free agent anyway. After this season, so he's going to be interesting. But you know, back to the draft. Um, the Houston Rockets picking Jabari Smith. I can see that. I think he'd be a better fit than Chet would be. I mean, if I don't know if you've, you've seen the Jabari Smith highlights, but the guy can shoot. He's an absolute beast, and he's tall. He's. I mean, he, he's kind of quick with it too, but he's not not as fast as other players. But he's a beast. Um, he could just build some muscle. 
he might be unstoppable. That seems like a common theme among these college guys. Build some muscle. I mean, Jabari's all kind of already like a bigger dude, but if he could just get even bigger, because his position is going to be power forward, but possibly center one day, especially with the Rockets. Um, got to get a little stronger. I mean, you got Jalen Green, the number two pick from last year. I mean, that's a good start to rebuilding a franchise. Yep. Jalen Green and Jabari Smith would be fantastic. And just get rid of John Wall, and then you'll be good, because John Wall's been just chilling there for like three years. Not really doing anything. So how many games has he played? Like five. Uh, he didn't <laughs> play any this year. He, he, he didn't play at all uh, last year. I mean, he played a few, like ten, I think. <laughs> I mean, he's got like a five-year, one hundred forty mil contract from the Wizards, and it's finally gonna expire. So, John Wall used to be one of my favorite players, but man, what the hell happened to you? Um, he just relied too much yeah. on his athleticism once he got injured. Nothing no, really he could man. do. It's not a good shooter. Exactly, man. Not the best shooter. He could shoot sometimes, but he wasn't the best. He's not a high percentage guy. Exactly. He kind of reminds me of Jaw, low-key. <laughs> but Jaw's is a little more athletic. Reminds me of Russell West, Brick. Brook. Um, Brick. Brook. <laughs> uh, number two, we got Orlando's <laughs> picking number two. And it says here they're going to pick uh, Benchero from Duke. I don't think that – I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I don't think that's controversial at all. Um, I mean, they picked the power forward in Franz, Va- Franz Wagner last year. Who but they I moved love. Him, they moved him to the forward spot, the small forward. And he is a – he's a bucket low-key. I didn't think he was going to be that much of a bucket, but he a bucket. Picked him up in fantasy, one of the best <laughs> pickups. I remember – He's been kind of nice in fantasy. Yeah. I picked up um, – Devontae Graham a couple of years ago, right? Like one game after he started going off. He went off for the whole season. Almost won most improved that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are probably my two best fantasy pickups ever. Franz, man. I love the guy. Oh, man. Franz Vogler. And I love his name, Franz. I like it. His brother is also on the same team. His Mo. brother's name is Mo Wagner. Yeah. Mo and Franz. It's pretty sick. Now That's you can nice. add a guy like Bonchero on that team who's got possibly one of the higher ceilings do you think in this draft i think he's i mean chet might have the highest but this guy's got one of the higher ones as well that's why he's going top three um i think there's usually a reason these guys go high in the draft but i can also see benchero leaving because it's orlando yeah i mean if they don't do something soon they got suggs i mean they got suggs before wagner we've heard a lot more about wagner than suggs A.K.A. due to injury, but at the same time, Suggs kind of didn't really play that well as a rookie. So hopefully Benchero doesn't, you know, slip off. I don't think he will. He's too talented. I think he's definitely going to, you know, put Orlando back to their winning ways. At least until they trade him. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, Detroit, they're going to, for some stupid reason, Chet falls to third. um, And that's a good fit. I think if Detroit were to pick Holmgren, that's a pretty good start, even though they got, who is it, Isaiah Stewart as their center, I'm pretty sure. I think that's who it is. Um, he's pretty good, but let's be honest, Holmgren could be potentially all NBA one day, and he's a great shooter. He's already a better shooter than Stewart is. And it's not a bad thing to have a good player coming off the bench either. Honestly, yeah, Stewart off the bench wouldn't be that bad. But I think in reality, they might have Shet come off the bench for like the first season. At least season. for the first season, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
then you, you just have, you have to see how he stuff. does. Yeah. Cade, who do you have for rookie of the year? I got Scotty. Scotty Barnes. I it was Mobley for the longest time, but Scotty is such an important player to that team. I didn't think he was, but he's very important. And he draw he he's a baller, so I think Scotty yeah. should win it or win it, win it. But it it's probably gonna go to Mobley. I think. I could see it go to Mobley either. He's been really good. I um made them a playoff team. I would give it to Cade because I think he's the best player. The problem is he probably hasn't had the best statistical total season. He was kind of because he missed some time and he struggled a little bit at first. Oh, he he struggled for like the first like twenty games and then he finally he kind of did what Trey Young did. I mean, Trey Young struggled for like his first fifty games, but now Trey Young is pretty. I mean, we all know who Trey Young's. Yeah. Uh, he needs some time to get into his rhythm, but he really, he really picked it up. I think mm-hmm. he had a really, I think he was definitely the best, the best rookie player when he finally started going, get going. I can see it. I mean, Detroit could have won some more games if they wanted to, but at the same time, why not get a chance at getting Chet Holmgren? Because if you can get him, honestly, Detroit could probably get out of the basement. They could definitely imp- start improving. They could finally Man, make they it could out just of get the Detroit tension, slums. Nice. Yeah, make the win a postseason game for the first time in like The problem is they are years. still playing in Detroit. And you're right. Detroit's not the hottest free agency spot. Not exactly. I mean, they have the salary cap for it, but who wants to go yeah, to Detroit? Yeah, no one's going to. Oh, where could I live? I could, uh, I could go right. to L.A. or I could go to Detroit. Detroit, you know, it's it just, I mean, it's not like the 60s anymore. It's not the, uh, you know, a building city. It's um, it's Detroit. We all know what Detroit is. <laughs> all right. Um OKC, my my, my Thunder, uh, they they have us picking Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. I disagree. We do not need any more guards. We literally got two guards last year in the draft. Technically, Giddy was a guard, but, I mean, he's more of a forward now. But he can play point. And then Trey Mann, who is going to be our sixth man of the future, in my opinion. He's a great player, great scorer. We do not need – I mean, I would – I would not mind Jaden Ivey. I don't know if you've seen him play before, but he's a baller. I'm sure. I, I mean, because I watch March Madness, I'm sure I've he, seen he's him play. Uh, he's very special, but that's why I really hope we get into the top three so we don't even have to argue about it and we can get Chet instead or the other two guys. Yeah. I mean, if we could get one of those three, we're going to be good. I think if we could get Jabari, that would honestly be the best pick for us because he's, he's already – I mean, he would be really good. He would, we'd plug him in, and he'd be great right off the bat. Um, but Jaden Ivey, I, lo- I love him. He could go top three, but I don't think he will. I mean, these other teams don't really need any guards. At least I don't think uh, I don't think so. I mean, if Detroit really wanted to, they could do it because Sadiq Bey is a forward, I'm pretty sure. Yes. I mean, Killian Tilly's all right, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if they would pick Ivey. I don't know if they would do that. So I think Ivy would not be the best pick for us. And then number five would be Keegan Murray out of out Iowa. Iowa. Very, very nice player. Very good. Um, especially toward the end of the year. I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he won some All-American awards. Uh, he's Couldn't a make it out of the first round, though. Yeah, Richmond. I mean, he played great in that game. He got screwed, too, on a few calls at the end. And he he's a he's a great player to watch. I think he would be. I would not mind if we picked Keegan Murray in the draft. Um, 
yeah, like it says right here, he averaged 23.5 points a game. That's fourth in Division One basketball. That's pretty That's pretty impressive as a sophomore. Um, and he's got the size, too. So, uh, And then number six, uh, the Blazers, they have them picking A.J. Griffin out of Duke. And they say that he's a small forward slash power forward, which I don't really see. I see this guy more of like a shooting guard because um, he's 6'6". Six, six. But, hey, whatever. Um, do I think the this would be a good pick? I think it would. Um, they kind of need like a shooting guard low-key. I mean, Simon's off good the bench shooter is to perfect. Pair um, with uh, Lillard yeah. to start their rebuild around him. That, that would not be a bad pick to get A.J. Griffin. He's... He's very, very nice. I, I see a lot of potential out of him, but at the same time, I can see him being a bust. I know that's kind of disrespectful, but I don't know. It's Portland. <laughs> they got a history of that. Portland, picks. where hopes and dreams go to die. Last time they had a top 10 pick, I, what was it? Um, was it Greg Oden? I'm pretty sure. That might have been the last it? time they've had a top 10 pick. Wow. It was either that or Lillard. I, I think it was Lillard. I think that was the last time they had a was top he? 10. Did he go top 10? I think he went 6 overall to Portland in 2012. But before that, it was Odin. So, they've, I mean, they've been decent because they also got Brandon Roy, but the injury bug happened. So, hopefully, A.J. Griffin can prove me wrong. Um, number seven, the Kings get Shaden Sharp out of Kentucky. Uh, I'm pretty sure Shaden Sharp did not play at all this year. I don't know exactly why he didn't play at all. I think he was just playing in other leagues or just preparing for the NBA. He's a really good-looking player as a guard, but I feel like he should have at least played a year in college because you're just sending him to the curse franchise with no college experience. Yeah, it's going to take him a few him years. The fire. Exactly. And I feel like Sacramento is going to be that one team – like if they're not seeing enough out of a player, they're gonna ship him off somewhere, and then he's gonna then he's gonna become a stud, and I can see that with Shaden Sharp, aka you know they do that with Tyrese, but uh, <laughs> you know Shaden Sharp's it's great. I mean, if you haven't seen his highlights in high school, look him up. Absolute baller. Um, and uh, yeah, the Pelicans have the Lakers pick for this year because the Lakers are bums. They traded it for Davis. Which is a no-brainer, but at the same time, they hey, they got a ring out of it. They did get they a ring, complain. but they also should be having a top ten pick, but they don't. So the Pelicans they pick Benedict Mathurin out of Arizona. Have you heard that name before, Brennan? Not before looking at this mock draft. No, he is the reason why I picked Arizona to win it all. But at the same time, you already know they didn't. Uh, he's a beast. He's a really tall, like point guard, shooting guard type player. Uh, he would be a great player to plug into that New Orleans offense and defense. He could low-key become a stud. But at the same time, I don't know if he would fit well with New Orleans because they already have all those other guys. I'm not going to call They've them They've got ball good hawks. wing players already. Exactly. They already got good wing players. They already got young talent, a.k.a. Herb Jones. You know, absolute beast. Herb, Herb. Oh man. Uh, they got Trey Murphy, who they drafted last year in the first round. He's kind of similar to Benedict. They both are, like, almost the same size. Kind of do the same things. But Mathurin, in my opinion, will be better than Murphy. But is New Orleans the best spot for him? I don't think so. I don't think it would work out that well with CJ right there, with Brandon right there, with Zion. I don't know if it would work out the best. So I could see Benedict slipping a little bit and instead them picking somebody else. Um, and then at nine here... 
Um, we're just going to do the top ten. But number nine, uh, we got Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin. Have you heard of Johnny Davis? No, I have not. You have not. <laughs> okay, so Johnny Davis <laughs> is here. He's a stud. Wisconsin. Or he was. I mean, he still is a great scorer. Um, beginning of the year. Player in college. Yeah, was, it, was that last year? I'm pretty sure. It wasn't this year. I know that. I'm just... That's just what ESPN says. Gotcha. I don't know. They didn't say anything. Um, Johnny Davis was really, really nice last year as a freshman. Um, and then this year, he was also really good for, like, the first, like, two months. Then he started falling off a little bit. He didn't shoot as well. He just looked fatigued out there. And then the tournament came around, and it was the same thing. He just wasn't shooting that well at all. He reminds me of a certain player from a few years ago, you know, who's in Atlanta now, and he's a baller, Trey Young. There's just something to do with these amazing scores in college that just slip off tor- during the end of their last season. And then they go in the NBA, they start off slow, and then they start heating it up. I could see the same thing happening with Johnny Davis. And if the Spurs can get him, I think that would be a great pick because they could use as much offense as they can get, and he would already become one of their better scoring options right off the bat, him and DeJounte. That would be a great pick for San Antonio. He's and got a nice name. Rolls off the tongue. Johnny mm-hmm. Davis. That's a baller name. Hey, man, there's another player that you can look up highlights for. He, he's a baller. And then, ooh, this is one I haven't – oh, I, I know who this is. Okay, so number 10, you got the Wizards picking. You know, they got off to an interesting start, and then they kind of fell off. Um, the uh, Bleach Report has them picking Malachi uh, Branham, uh, Branham, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he's a shooting guard. Uh, I saw him. I don't know if he's going to go top 10. Uh, this one that I'm looking at has him going 17. Exactly. I don't think he's a top 10 player in this draft. But he's a really nice scorer, especially, you know, as a freshman. I'm pretty sure he's a left-hander as well. He, he He's definitely – he's got a bag, but I don't know if he's the Wizards are going to – actually, I can definitely see the Wizards picking him, you know, reaching on a player. I can definitely see the Wizards Classic Wizards move. Exactly. And he would be a baller on there, but I don't know if it's going to, you know, equal the winning exactly or translate to winning. Um He's a bucket, but they already got other pieces. I think they can use another guy, a.k.a. I think they could use a point guard, you know, because Russ has been gone out of Washington. I don't even know who their starting point guard is on the Wizards. Um, And Beal's going to come back because for some reason he wants to stay in Washington. So Lord knows why. I don't know what it is. Um, Okay, we'll do the top 15. How about that? Because there's some good names. All right. Uh, number 11, the New York Knicks, a.k.a. the biggest bust of the season, next to the Lakers. Um, they got them picking Ty Ty Washington out of um, Kentucky. Yes. And he's, what is he, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six or something like that? I'm pretty sure. He is 6'4", 197. 6'4", he's a, he's a baller, but he's inconsistent. He's a heavy guy for 6'4". Um. Heavy? You think 196 is heavy for 6'4"? I'd say so. I mean, you should look up a picture, Tate. Uh, he's he's a he's a bucket, um, but he's more of a six man, because um, I don't know. He plays better in that role. He's an automatic offense off the bench, kind of like a Bones Highland type. Uh, I don't think this would be that bad of a pick, but just give it a few years. But at the same time, it's the Knicks, man. 
I don't think they're going to give him that much time. Bad franchises are bad franchises exactly. for a reason. I know they got the New York in the name, but does that make them a good franchise? No. Ask the Jets. Ask the Jets. <laughs> Number 12, we got the Thunder picking the uh, – my, my guy, I really wish we can get him. Oh, my goodness. Jalen Duran out of Memphis. He's a center. Uh, yeah. He's younger than you and me, and he is an m- absolute beast. He is a machine. And if he can fall to 12 to us, that's just another steal. This draft I'm looking at from ESPN has him going seven. A few months ago, he was top five. For some reason, he's slipping. I don't know why. I don't know who's saying crap about him. But he's slipping. But just give him some time. He's going to be a great pick. This would be an A-plus pick if he could fall to us. He's literally a future all-star. This would be such a mistake if he falls this far. It's literally, I mean, just like to Steven Adams, he fell to us when we had the 12th overall pick a few years ago, and he was great. I mean, you already know who Steven Adams is. Yeah, he's, of course. He's a solid player. Um, but, yeah, Duran. I mean, they say he has limitation to his skill, but he's only 19. So Yeah, he's still, he got a long way to exactly. develop. Exactly, and that's why he's going to be a stud. Number 13, you've probably heard of this guy's name, uh, the Charlotte Hornets. They got them picking Mark Williams out of Duke. Have you heard that name? Yes, I have. It's Mark Duke. Williams, seven foot one, sophomore, just a machine. He he can do defense mostly, but if you need him to play offense, he'll dunk the ball for you. He'll he'll shoot some shots down low for you. Uh, but definitely Charlotte. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they picked him just for his defense. And I mean, he's probably better than Mason Plumley at this point in time. I think so. It's definitely up there. Plum God, really? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, he probably he's, is. He's too inconsistent. I think Mark Williams, you know, his 7'7 seven seven wingspan, punch him into that lineup. That's going to be great. The guy you know is going to be great at defense no exactly. matter what. It would get Even Charlotte, if his offense yeah. doesn't develop, you always have his defense. Exactly. And he's already, I mean, you could see his potential, but he's not at his ceiling yet. I mean, he could just get better and better. Yep. And he can definitely help Charlotte get back to the playing game just for them to lose. You know, <laughs> it'd be good for good for Charlotte. Uh, Cleveland at fourteen for now would pick Oche Abaji. I think you've heard that name yep. too Oche. out of Kansas. Uh, this isn't a shocker to me. I feel like he could go higher in the draft. Abaji has a lot of potential, and he's also a great player already. He can basically do anything you want. Uh, he can shoot. He can also play defense. Um. He also can make some shots at the rim. He's a great finisher. Um, and he's, like I just said, he's a great defender as well. Uh, he can make contributions. He can definitely make an impact. Like, I don't know if he can make an impact on defense like Mobley, Mobley did, but he can definitely make an impact on Cleveland. That would be an A-plus pick. And then the last person we will be talking Okay, we'll go one more after this because you know who he is. Uh, 15... Uh, the Pelicans, uh, when they traded for Devontae Graham, I'm pretty sure, they uh, gave up their first-round pick for this year, and that's going to Charlotte. So Charlotte has two picks almost in a row, and they get Jeremy Soshan out of Baylor. Soshan is a pretty interesting player. I don't know if his game is going to develop to the league you know, right away because he was only a freshman in Baylor last year, but he was a big reason why they got the one seed in the tournament. Um 
think he's a pretty nice player. He's he's one of those guys that have bleached hair. Um, <laughs> he's he's he, he, he's definitely a versatile forward. He's he's got he's got the offense. I just don't know if Charlotte's the best place for him. And then last but not least, the Atlanta Hawks. They got uh, take a guess, Brandon, who they have, who they got picking here. I'll just uh, say Nikola Jovic. You goddamn right. Uh, Atlanta got him at 16. Uh, Nikola Jovic, I'm pretty sure is how you say his name. Uh, he's an 18-year-old. I'm just trying to say Jokic, but it's a I know, can't of a say him, He's a 6'10", 18-year-old baller on the other side of the world. That's just – and he's going to Atlanta. Like, why not add more offense to that team, you know? He's going to fit in right away at a small forward. I mean, they got plenty of forwards. Why not throw another one in there? He's going to ball out. He might – he might steal, you know, some minutes from DeAndre Hunter. I don't think he'll steal some from Bogdan Bogdanovich, but he might steal some from Hunter. He's a great plug-in guy, and he's young, too. I mean, he's, like we said, he's 18. And, you know, it's just so much potential. And that's uh, that's it for now. I can't wait for next year's draft, but this one's pretty good. Um, so that's the first 16 picks in the NBA draft, I think. They're going to... They kind of nail most of them, but anything can happen with the lottery odds in today's yeah. world. Um, hey, the Thunder might get the first pick. If that happens, I would be a happy man. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's that's it for the draft. Um, now, the last but not least, we'll be talking about the the show. The show. It's been going on for baseball. two weeks. Um it's been pretty fun to watch so far. Been a lot of solid teams. The Mets, aka the finally Mets. looking like they're not the Mets anymore. They're looking like their counterpart. Looking like a real team. Or <laughs> looking what like what the Yankees should be. Um, yeah, they're ten and four right now. Uh, the best team in the league, technically record wise. Um, Francisco Lindor stepped up. He's having a bounce back year. I think we all kind of saw that coming. Exactly, because that's what he does. You know, after he has a down year, he comes back and plays like an MVP. Um, and uh, their pitching is pitching also staff. amazing. I mean, they got. I mean, we expected it. They got Max Scherzer, but Chris Bassett's been a sleeper. Chris he's, Bassett's he's been, been really good. Solid. Um, they just got some good pieces this year. Their hitters are finally like hitting the baseball, scoring runs, like. They didn't do that last year. Now they're finally doing it. And that's all they've been missing because we've known that they've always had the pitching. So if they can just keep up the hitting, yep. get get Mike and Moneyball, get the guys on bases, that's going to yep. lead to winning. We had our obligatory watch of Moneyball yes. with the MLB season starting. Mm-hmm. And that, that My personal great. favorite baseball movie. I don't know, man. Uh, what's that's the, the Field of Dreams is pretty good as Field well. Field of Dreams, pretty damn good. I could see Moneyball being better than that. That was entertaining. Bad News Bears, pretty Bad good. News the Sandlot. I still got to watch that. Good and, I mean, everybody knows the Sandlot. Yeah. But, you know, the Giants, your Giants are doing good so far. What do you think of them so far? You got um, they're doing really well. It, besides the last four-game series with the Mets, where they took one out of four, um, they're doing really good. They're 8-5. and five. They're in fourth in the division because that division is insane, I guess. Just because the Rockies, Rockies are eight and four. Yeah, they're, they're surprising uh, me a little bit. Really? 
I didn't see them going eight four. Their offense is they're two and zero on the ro- like they're two year. in a row on the ro- on the road. I mean, as long as they can score if more they can runs win, than their opponents, they're good. If they can win on the road, then they're fine because we know they can win at home. Well, so far this year, they're two and zero on the road. Yeah, exactly. They also beat the Dodgers in a series or already this year. But it, I mean, it doesn't matter. The Dodgers are still the damn first. Dodgers still um, nine and three. Freddie Freeman's gonna start heating up here soon. Freddie Freeman just get him settled down, and then um, they're gonna to just like start dominating. Freeman. I really did. <laughs> I, I still mess with you, Freddie. Man. I still mess with you. I don't. Uh, my my guy. Over I mean, I respect you fan. going to get your money, but and come on, setting man. his family up for the future. Yeah, but come on, bro. You got plenty of money already. Stay with Atlanta. He man. just didn't like Atlanta, I guess. I mean, obviously he loves him. He stayed there for ten years, but maybe it was just time for change. He saw the Dodgers. I think they just didn't want to pay him like for. Uh, they didn't want to give him a, as long as a contract as he would have liked. Which those it was something like that. Those MLB contracts. Because he deserves a shit ton of money. Of course he does. He brought them a brought a him ring. a ring. I mean, he he, he stayed with he's that been franchise their franchise for cornerstone years. for a decade. It's now it's Acuna. Like Acuna. he knew it wasn't him anymore. That's that's probably another reason why he left. So he goes to the Dodgers, where there's like six other. Now he's probably gonna get a few more rings and build a Hall of Fame resume. So. Man. I thought the Dodgers had an insane lineup last year. <laughs> <laughs> and they still didn't make it. Every single year, they well, find a I way. I mean, to last the year, they had injuries. They didn't have Kershaw the whole postseason. And then Urias. Are we going to talk about a, Dave Roberts pulling Kershaw after seven the perfect first innings? game of the season. He had thrown 80 pitches. It was only 80 pitches, 80 pitches. in seven innings. And he pulled them. That's unbelievable was to me. 13, K, 13 Ks? Something like that. And then no hitter. Like, what the? I just and he pulled him. He pulled him. No guys on base, right? He didn't walk anybody, I'm pretty sure. No, like perfect. Like, it was the perfect, perfect. perfect game. He was six outs away. And it's against the Rockies, I'm pretty sure. I don't even remember. I'm talking about the high-powered Rockies, man. He shut them down. Six outs away from history. You know, it's, it's whatever. 80 pitches. I think he would have been the oldest player to throw a perfect game. Probably. I think so. Definitely up there. I mean, it would have just added to his Hall of Fame resume. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's thrown a perfect game. I think. I don't know if he has. I think he I mean, threw it against the Rockies. Uh, it was during his MVP campaign. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think he threw a no hitter, right, or something like that. Brennan's looking it up real quick. Um, it doesn't look like he's thrown a. Perfect game. Perfect game? I'm pretty he sure he's thrown a no-hitter. Because I know him and Max Scherzer did it in back-to-back seasons. Max Scherzer. Yeah, he threw no, one Max in Scherzer, 2014. 20, yeah, his MVP season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer threw a 20K game. I've never seen a game like that still to this day. Threw a 20K game in like 2015 or 2016. He allowed like one or two hits. Yeah. But it was an amazing game. Um yeah, the the Dodgers. I mean, we all know who the Dodgers are. They're probably gonna win that division, unless the Giants. I'm still gonna pick yeah. my Giants. Like I, I mean, always they're not will. even doing every bad. single year. No, not it's at just, all. They might get screwed because of the standings. <laughs> I mean, they're fourth because like the wild card. They changed the wild card this year. They added another team. And they'll make the playoffs for sure. So I'm not worried about that. It. And I mean, the thing you is, think they the Rockies will slow down. Yeah, they definitely and will. the Padres. Padres, I don't know. 
Machado's been playing out of his mind. Padres so far. are <laughs> looking like they finally might actually. Sean Manai's be been good. really good for them. That was a good pickup. And they're just missing their MVP. He's yeah, still out for He's two still months. not even playing. Uh, just give him some time, man. Imagine if he comes back and just starts raking the ball like crazy. He will. Teams are in trouble. I don't think he's going to be slumping. Uh, I mean, he slumped he off could. a little bit last yeah. year. Yeah, but, but he also kept getting injured. He's got an injury problem. He just does a little too much, I guess. As a baseball he's player, a or something. Hyperactive player, more balls to the wall kind of guy, which I like to see. Yep, but at the same time, he kind of reminds me. I mean, not really. He just gets injured too much. I don't know, man. Uh yeah, but the Giants they've the thing is they've played seven games on the road, and they're four and three. But then they're four and Not two at bad. home. Not bad at all. So I expect them to. Yeah, I keep forgetting. There's like a hundred and sixty-two. One sixty-two. It's a long haul. So it's a very long season. We we were watching Moneyball. They started first couple months. They were in last place. Gosh, and then oh, that was crazy. They won twenty straight games at one point. Yep, and they lost in the first round. <laughs> The Twins, bro. What the, the hell? Twins. <laughs> but, yeah, um, the Guardians have low-key had one of the best offenses in the league. I did not expect that. I and mean, they're 7-5. and five. Yeah, I know. You guys swept <laughs> them in Cleveland. You shut them down, low-key. Yep. But then they beat, the, they beat the crap out of the White Sox, like, the last, the last two games they played against them. Beat the crap out of them. Um, Jose yeah, Ramirez has been insane been so far. He's MVP caliber yes, type. Yes, he has. He's been one of the best I saw players it in coming baseball. too, man. But, man, not like this. I mean, he's been He's insane. always been a really good player. I think he had, like, one down year. He's low-key been the best hitter in baseball so far. So far, yeah. I he think could so. easily. I can't argue that. I mean, him or the guy in Chicago? It's one of those two. You know who I'm talking about? Who, Tim? Say, yeah. Oh, you're talking. Oh, yeah, the man. Cubs, Suzuki. Suzuki. He's been insane. Uh, I wanted the Giants to it, pick him up. Is it equating to winning? I don't know what the record is. Uh, six and seven. Oh yeah, they've lost like the last like three games. Um, nah, they're not gonna do anything this year. It's they're a good start a good though. Team. It's definitely good start. I mean, Suzuki has been great. I expected him to be good. But man, he's been yeah. I awesome. I wanted the Giants to pick him up. I knew he was going to be a good player, but I didn't know he was going to be. He had a shit ton good. of teams asking for him. Yeah. yeah, and then the Cubs got him. Like, why the Cubs? <laughs> like, they're not that good. I mean, they got the culture. I mean, they got a great kind of the great lovable history, losers. I guess. The lovable loser, exactly. Uh, the Red Sox have been disappointing so far, but that's how they always are. They always start off slow, and then they they start picking it up. I mean, they made the ALCS last year for a reason. They yeah. they'll probably still that division. Season. That division stacked until you get to the Orioles. <laughs> until you get to the <laughs> Orioles, yep. Yeah, still give the Orioles like another ten years, and then they'll like pop off for a season, and then they'll yeah, disappear again. They'll have a couple good seasons, and then back to Adios, the Orioles. Back to the cellar. Yep. Haven't been relevant since the seventies, maybe the eighties. All right. Um, the Angels have been playing Angels. really well. Oh, man. Shohei, Shohei was unreal the other night yep. against, uh, what was it, Texas? I'm pretty sure. Mm, uh-huh. No, it was Houston. He pitched He's an amazing game against. Nah, man, it's not the Rangers, though. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I mean. He He's on his way to another MVP if he keeps playing the way he is. I mean, he's hitting the ball pretty damn well, and he's pitching pretty damn well. Even though it was only his first dub, he's pitching pretty well so far. 
Mike Trout hasn't even really started heating up yet. Exactly. I mean, he's been out the last few days due to something. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. It was, it was something. The he's athletics. starting to concern me with his injuries. He's getting older, man. Unfortunately, he's got that huge ass contract. He's thirty now. Yeah. He's still in his prime, obviously. Yeah. But if you're gonna win, this might be the season. You know. I mean, they're finally on top of the division for now. The Athletics are right behind them. Do you see that? I yeah, that's that's, that's pretty shocking. I don't think they'll keep it up. They got no attendance whatsoever, and that's probably why they're winning. <laughs> Nobody's there to cheer them. It's like on. the bubble. <laughs> exactly, man. The poor, the poor Athletics. They got more attendance at their AAA team. That's yeah, they do I saw that. That's crazy. That's that's insane. And then the Mariners are about where I expected them to be, around five hundred, just to start the season. They'll pick it up. Exactly. I, I mean, they're already their offense is looking pretty damn good so far. Um, and then the Astros had a really good start, but they've been slipping off lately. But it's okay. It's the Astros. But the Rangers have been one of the more disappointing teams so far. I didn't really believe in the Rangers mm. at all. When you throw that much money at two guys, you expect them to do something. Corey Seager's yeah. lived up to it, but man, Marcus Simeon's oh been my god. So far. Are we going to talk about walking Corey Seager with the bases loaded <laughs> intentionally? That's well, got to be that one the of the single dumbest bonds. things yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. Talking about Corey Seager, man. I mean, I, this I, guy I, is not Barry Bonds. World Series MVP Corey Seager. <laughs> <laughs> <And> they wa- <laughs> they, they intentionally walked, walked him right. with the bases loaded. <laughs> they won the game, I think. Yeah, so they I mean, won the it game. Didn't matter. But, but at the <laughs> same time. Man, Corey Seager's gonna always think about that. He's gonna be like, man, one That's time I got to talk about a confidence booster. I mean, he he can bring that up whenever he wants. You yeah, know, back when I was for playing life. for the Rangers, I mean, I got walked when the bases were loaded. Do you know how many times that's happened? And you see, you see Mike Trout's face, like, huh? He's like, what? Excuse me. He's like, why are we doing this? They I wouldn't me- even do that, that if Mike Trout was hitting. Exactly. I mean, holy, god damn, the Angels. At least it worked out. It worked. It's not like it worked out because I think the next guy got an RBI base hit. Mm. But I mean, yeah, they ended up winning the game, so maybe it won't get talked about as much as it should. But that's one of the single stupidest things I've ever seen. That's the problem with the Rangers. They got those two guys, Simeon and um, oh, they got Garcia as well, Adolis Garcia. Yeah, but that's it. I think no, that's they don't have yeah. a whole lot else. They don't got like any Vaughn Rodriguez at catcher. <laughs> Uh, they don't got a Nelson Cruz in the outfield as a hitter as well. They don't got that anymore. They're booty cheeks. Um, and then the Twins have also been kind of disappointing so far. Yeah. Um, but then again, Byron Buxton got injured. What's new? Of um, course. I mean, it's uh, we knew he was going to get injured. It's just about how much time does he actually miss? How bad of an he's injury? He's a actually fantastic is player when he's healthy too. Man. He's MVP caliber. Definitely. It's so sad to just yeah. watch him every single time. He does good, and just something happens. Mm-hmm. Rip my fantasy team. Uh, the t- <laughs> the Tigers. You saw the Tigers it. have a bright future. They freaking they walked Miggy really in the eighth inning. Was that yesterday? Uh, I'm pretty sure. When he got a shot at three thousand. Yeah, classic mm-hmm. Yankees move. Classic. Such such a bunch. I mean, I don't. And then the one dude, uh, Austin Meadows, made a pay right after that. Oh. Guy gave him a lead. I mean, that's so so rude. But I mean, like you said, the Tigers are the Tigers. Got to give them some time to become good again. They've got some young talent. Exactly. They really weren't that bad last season. I think they won seventy. Not games. as bad as everyone thought they were going to be. I think they won seventy. 
something around there. They weren't that good, but they, they weren't. won seventy. I I did not think they would win seventy games. Um, they finished second in that division. I think above the Guardians or the Indians at the time, uh, and then the White Sox obviously won. So yeah, give the White Sox some time. Yeah, you it's know. the White Sox are gonna run away I with it eventually. I don't, I don't know if they have any injuries so far, but just give them some time. They'll be fine. They'll they'll they take got, care of that division. They got Abreu, Tim Anderson, uh, Eloy, uh, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, and then their pitching is amazing. They have a great pitching core with Liam Hendricks, you know, as a relief, and then Lance Lynn, yeah, Michael Kopech. I mean, <laughs> they're stacked on that team. Just give them some time. Unless they played the Astros. Uh, and then um, th- that's about it. I mean, the Yankees are disappointing as usual, but they're surprisingly 7-6. and six. <laughs> I mean, they, I'm pretty sure they got swept by the Orioles, though. Did they? I think they got oh swept man. by them. Or they lost the, ga- the series. Somehow they were ahead of the Giants on the MLB's power rankings. I just couldn't believe the it. The Yankees? Yeah. They were like 6 and the Giants were 7. I couldn't believe I it. I guess the MLB must not watch the Yankees. They they just feel the need to it's promote either, the Yankees. It's either like Yankees. they hit the home run or they can't hit at all. It's, it's like one of those two every single game. And then the Blue Jays, I expect them to win that division. Blue I don't Jays, know about you. yeah, really good. Um, they were my pick to win the division. And they're just getting started. Just give them some time mm-hmm. to warm up. They're going to start winning games with ease. All right, just not yet. Uh, but that's about it. I think that the All-Star break, Blue Jays will be leading their division, the White Sox, and I think the Angels will be leading that division above the Astros. And then for the NL East, I think the Mets will finally be winning at the All-Star break. Uh, the Central, mm, I, th- I think the Brewers I will be winning. I got the Brewers at taking that, that division. Taking the whole division? Okay. I don't know. They'll sleep on... Uh, the last ride for Albert. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's a good story. They might rob you guys of a wild card spot. You never know. I think the Giants. That would be fine. so funny if the, the Cardinals rob them. You know, mark that in the book. <laughs> Cardinals, <laughs> they steal the wild card spot. Uh, you know, the Pirates are my Pirates are ass. Oh my God! At yeah. least we're not as bad as the Reds. The Reds are horrid. <laughs> well, we saw that coming, though. Yeah, um, no one thought. Especially they were when their be best, good. one of their best players are injured right now, and Jonathan India. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy. The Dodgers are probably going to be leading at the All-Star break. I'll still take my Giants, but you know, I can't argue with that. Uh, no recency bias or no bias at all? <laughs> no, totally impartial. Totally unbiased. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it for this podcast. Next week we're going to talk about the NFL draft because um, that's literally next week. <laughs> so... I think that's actually next Thursday. Is it? I think it is. So we can talk about it the very next day, right. the first round. And then um, the NBA, We're obviously. Hopefully something develops with Debo Samuel. Ooh, ooh, draft day trade for Debo would be crazy. The Jaguars <laughs> trade the first overall pick for Debo. I'm thinking more <laughs> like he signs an extension. Stop it. That's not going to happen. But, yeah, that, that's going to wrap it up for us uh, today. Um, and thank you all for listening. Uh, thank my uh, producer, Ryan, for watching over, and I'd like to thank Brennan. He's not a guest anymore. He's a part of this. So thank you, Brennan. It's for been a pleasure. Coming up. And hopefully we'll have Angelo here next week. We probably will. He, she should be back. Um, 
But yeah, it was great. Um, and from RTS Sports, adios. We'll see y'all later.